You're listening to Overcome the Overwhelm for Special Needs Moms with Lauren Lowry. Well, hello, my friend. How are you doing? Welcome back to Overcome the Overwhelm. So whenever this episode comes out, I will be on my way or, well, yeah, on my way (laughs) to Portland, Oregon for the United Cerebral Palsy Family Conference. I am the keynote speaker this year at that conference and also doing a couple of breakout sessions that I am so excited about. So if you happen to be in Oregon and you happen to be in Portland going to that conference, then I will be there and definitely come say hi because I would love to meet people in person. So I'm super excited about it. And we just have a lot of very exciting things coming up. And I feel like I have been all the different places. I have been at a local uh, children's hospital event, and I have just been kind of showing up and I've been doing a lot of interviews and I have several interviews that are planned and on the books for myself to be on other podcasts, but also for guest speakers for this podcast, which I think has been super fun. Something kind of new that I've been doing this year and it just kind of spices it up. I like having someone to talk to as well. (laughs) But you know, this time of year can be really, it can be busy. It has a lot going on. Right? We have all the school stuff. I feel like it takes me a little bit. Like I feel like by the time Christmas gets here, I'm finally into the groove of the school year for my kids. You're right. Just in time for them to be out for two or three weeks. And <laughs> so we have all of that. And then, you know, we had softball going on for my daughter, which was several nights a week. You have Halloween. I mean, this time of year, just for anybody, you have just all these things going on, right? The, all the trunk or treats to go to, all the school parties, all, you know, we have Thanksgiving coming up and then you go right into Christmas and all of the festivities for that. It is a magical time of year, but it is also very busy and it can be easy to get overwhelmed. And I think that also, I just want to note, like with everything going on in the world right now, Adding on that level of stress can also just overwhelm your system. And it can really send your brain into that fight, flight, or freeze mode of like, ah, breaks, I can't do this, too much, too much coming in, too much going on, and I'm done. (laughs) So I wanted to give you guys an episode that really helped you be able to work through some of this in a specific way. Now, this is something that we're really going to tackle, like just the day-to-day overwhelm, something that is probably the most common that I see whenever I work with clients is this overwhelm that really is centered around everything you need to get done. So it's all those responsibilities. It's all the tasks. It's the caregiving tasks. It's the to-do list. It's just the normal, you know, taking care of your house and feeding the family, right, and cooking dinner and showing up for those classroom parties and making sure that you got the thing that you signed up for, right? All of those things. And then you also, if you are a working parent, you add on your to-do list from work on top of all of that. So to-do lists and those tasks and everything that we need to get done, it can just be overwhelming, right? And I want to just touch base here. 
on the actual definition of overwhelm. So according to Merriam-Webster Dictionary, overwhelmed means to be completely overcome or overpowered by thought or feeling. Mm. I think this is really interesting because you've, if you are overcome or overpowered by something, you're typically stuck. You're trapped. You can't escape. You're weaker than your opposing force, right? You're at the mercy of that opposing force. <laughs> and I know this is all semantic, uh, semantics, right? But I think it matters. Because we live in a society where being overwhelmed is kind of rewarded at times. I know that in my past corporate life, right? Corporate sales, retail, whatever you want to call it. The people that overworked and they were like really stressed out and they were always there at their jobs and they really almost glorified it. Like, oh, yes, I am such a better employee than you because I am here all the time and I am just so stressed out to the max. And that makes me better because it means I care more. Mm, that was such a toxic experience, <laughs> such a toxic belief that kind of can show up in the workplace. Because we as a society have rewarded people that work overtime. We look up to and we admire those who give us, who give their entire lives to serving others or to their jobs. We view people that work those long hours as going above and beyond. We in America have always held this like this belief system that if you work hard, you can make your dreams come true, which can also imply that if they haven't come true yet, you must not be working hard enough. Mm. And whenever you add in parenting, it is even more true than in the workplace. A good mom is always there for her children. A good mom does it all. A good mom is at every class function at the school. A good mom is always available, right? She's never gone. She's always spending time with her children. She's present. She's she's serving. <laughs> that is what we value. Think about Pinterest moms, right? You hear that term kind of thrown around about the Pinterest mom. Well, the Pinterest mom does all these crafts and she makes life amazing every minute of every day for her children. That is overworking in parenthood. It can be. I'm not saying, oh, you do something off Pinterest, then you're obviously overworking. No, not what I'm saying. But when we have that belief system, which most of us do because we were raised in that culture, then that is going to lead to overworking. So whenever I work on overwhelm with clients, especially when it comes to this to-do list and tasks and responsibilities that they have, I always start with awareness. Because if, if you can start noticing the patterns of your own brain, like you can just start noticing the thoughts that precedes that feeling, right? And that kind of goes with it. Then you can, that's where everything starts. Like that is where you can really make changes. So start to just kind of like notice when you feel overwhelmed, write down what is going on. Put it in like the notes app of your phone, jot it down on a piece of paper, whatever. Do this for a few days and then go back. And see if there's a trend for what you were probably thinking in those moments. See, like, okay, wait, what's, this seems to be really common. I'm thinking the same things every time I get overwhelmed. <laughs> because oftentimes, what we will find out by doing that 
is that we're asking ourselves a lot of dead-end questions. We're asking ourselves things like, how am I ever going to get this all done? Why can't I handle this like everyone else can? How did I get this far behind? How am I supposed to do all of this? And these dead-end questions, they keep us stuck in that overwhelm because they close our brains off from creativity and solutions. So whenever I feel, personally, when I feel trapped uh, in overwhelm, I, I, it usually drives me to want to just like roll over, give up, not do anything. Like I will just try to avoid life. I will pick up my phone. I will start scrolling just mindlessly or playing some stupid game on my phone and just trying to drown out everything that I'm supposed to be doing, all of those life demands. Overwhelm always leads to that sort of thing for me. I am very aware of that pattern for myself. (laughs) So think about what does it do for you? What does it look like whenever you are overwhelmed? How do you show up? What actions do you take? What actions do you avoid taking? Because overwhelm is never a helpful emotion, like ever. It's just like worry. It pretends to be useful, but it's not. It's not useful to process this emotion or sit with overwhelm because it's not going to ever get anything. It's not ever going to serve you. It's not ever going to do anything for you. It's only going to keep you stuck, frozen, actually, in a state of freeze, of the fight, flight, or freeze, right? It puts you into freeze. (laughs) So I know that whenever I go into that freak out, overwhelmed mode, I need to start looking at my thoughts. And to do that, I personally, I really focus on asking myself better questions. Because when I am overwhelmed, I am usually asking myself those dead-end questions. How am I ever going to get this all done? How am I ever going to make this work? Right? (laughs) Whenever we ask those questions, they're negatively biased. They assume that I can't get it done. They assume that it's impossible. So I like to ask myself things like instead, better questions. Like, how can I let this be easy? What's one thing I can do right now to get on track? And I actually did an episode a couple episodes back, episode 104, the best life hack for jumpstarting your productivity. That one will help you get on track. If you're feeling overwhelmed, go listen to that episode if you haven't, because that is like the perfect thing. Like, okay, what is something I can do from that list? Because I give you a little list of things. So what is one thing I can do right now to get back on track or to get on track? And another question is like, how can I find the fun? Because when we're overwhelmed, we are seeing everything as just, sorry, excuse my language here, but I have to use it, shitty. We are seeing everything is just awful and miserable and impossible. But that's not always true, right? If I look at my to-do list right now for today, if I'm feeling overwhelmed, I'm not going to see any of the individual things that could potentially be fun, the things that I enjoy. But whenever I ask myself instead, how can I find the fun? I look at my list through a different lens. All of a sudden, I'm like, ooh, I could do this. And whenever I you know, record that podcast. I I have fun always doing that. And, you know, you find the fun in the tasks. Or maybe it's like, oh, I have to fold laundry. I'm going to put on, you know, my favorite show and watch that while I do it. Whatever it is. How can I find the fun? Maybe it's just wearing 
a fun pair of sparkly Crocs. <laughs> if you just have funky shoes like that, you know, or like wearing your favorite fall sweater, right? How can you find the fun? Another good question to ask yourself instead, a better question is what if this is the perfect number of things on my to-do list? Hmm. What if it is? Right? I think that that kind of opens your brain up to say like, oh, okay, maybe I can do this. Maybe this is possible. Another good one is how can I accomplish all of this today? Or how can I accomplish what's most important today? Because sometimes on our lists, we put a lot of things that really don't matter. We put a lot of things that just, you know, they're fluff, they're extra. And I think that it's okay to take a look at your list and say, what's not really that important? What can I say no to? What can I just drop? What can I say, you know what? I'll do that if I have time, right? It's okay to take things off your list and decide that you don't want to do them. It's okay to decide that done is better than perfect. How can you let it be easy? Done is better than perfect if that's how, right? Just getting it done. Whenever I ask myself these questions, these better questions versus the, how will I ever get this done, right? The the dead end questions. Whenever I do that, my brain is able to start working on the solution, a good solution, instead of just focusing on the problem. It leads to a much different feeling than assuming, oh, I can't get it all done, right? Whenever you allow your brain to be open to the fact that maybe it won't be super awful, it gets to work on getting it done. You actually become more productive, right? You're not frozen on the couch, scrolling your phone, just like trying to hide from the world. (laughs) Asking yourself better questions like these, it allows you to come up with ideas and to brainstorm, to be creative and solve the problem, right? It's being solutions focused. You are then in a place that is right, not overwhelmed, that is focused on solving the problem at hand. Because when you're feeling overwhelmed, your brain cannot be creative or solutions focused. When you are living in survival mode, that free state, and you're very activated free state when you're feeling overwhelmed, you cannot access the part of your brain that problem solves, that has critical thinking, that can say, hmm, what is important, what is not? right? That has reasoning and logic. But asking yourself these better questions, it moves your brain from the downstairs, survival, free state, back up to the prefrontal cortex that lets you find solutions, lets you get things done in an easier way, right? You're able to be creative and just think things through. So if you are feeling overwhelmed, If this is something that you experience a lot in your life, and it happens, listen, I teach women how not to be overwhelmed, and it still happens for me occasionally. The difference is, is I know what I need to do in order to stop it. And this is what it starts with, right? It starts with that awareness. It starts with changing the way you're talking to yourself. And that is what we do. (laughs) All right, guys. So. Go ask yourself better questions. How can you let it be easy? Where can you find the fun? What is one thing you can do to get back on track, right? All those questions. And if you're in Oregon, I will see you there. 
All right, guys. Have a good week. Bye. Thanks for joining me on today's episode of Overcome the Overwhelm. If you have questions or like more information, head on over to LowryLifeCoaching.com and I'll see you next week. Thank you.